The Deal Lawyer Podcast with John Andrews, powered by JMW Solicitors. Hello and welcome to the uh, Deal Lawyer Podcast. My name's John Andrews. Uh, I'm a partner in the corporate team of JMW Solicitors. I'm working out of the uh, London office. Um, And we're going to tell you a little bit today about insolvent businesses and the risks and pros and cons of, of buying them. And my name's Dominic Walker. I'm a colleague of John's and I'm fortunate to uh, to ask the questions to you, John. Uh, so we're talking about, as you say, uh, insolvent, a business in distress, if I can describe it as that. What is a business in distress? A, a business in distress is basically a business that's run into financial difficulties. And, and that may arise from bad management. It might arise from the loss of some key business or key customers. Um they might not have paid their taxes, so it may be as a consequence of pressure from, from the revenue. But generally speaking, a distressed business will be one that's run out of cash or is going to run out of cash soon. Sorry to be a bit blunt with this, John, but there's lots of good businesses out there. Why would you want to buy a business in distress? Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, that, that's a really good question. Um, quite often w- w- with, with distressed businesses, the only problem is cash. They, they might have good staff. Um, they might have good clients, but it may be, as I say, financial mismanagement. It may be one catastrophic financial um, event that's taken place that has just rendered the business unviable to take forwards in its current form. Um, the advantage is, or one of the reasons you might want to buy a distressed business is, um, A, they're cheap to buy uh, because you're going to be buying from a, an administrator or, or a liquidator. Um, B, um, the, the deals are quick. So if the distressed business has customers or clients that you really want to get involved with, um, it's a really good way of quickly having an into those customers. Um, but, but you have to act, act quickly. And thirdly, it gets you it gets you a, a ready-made business, debt-free, subject to the price you've got to pay to the administrator, um, and, and ready to go. But but it's not it's not without its risks. And so you talk about a business that's ready to go. What are you actually buying then? So these deals invariably will be by way of asset sales. So um, when, as, I, as I said earlier, they're done quickly or they have to be done quickly. Otherwise, any value disappears. So, so what will happen is this, is that the, the, the directors will identify that they're in trouble. They'll go to see an insolvency practitioner who, who will be appointed to to essentially take over the business and, and hopefully uh, find a buyer for it. Now, because the business is running out of cash, it has to be done quickly. So often you'd have heard the term pre-pack, it gets sold back to, to the to the old management. Um, that was really, really common. It still happens, but it's it's trickier to do. There are more hoops to jump through. Um, so consequently, there, there, there are more deals being done where there are sales to third parties. Um, and if there is a sale to a third party, what the administrator will say is, this is what I've got. I've been appointed as administrator to this company. These are the clients it's got. These are the assets it's got. These are the staff it's got. Do you want to buy them? So, so what you're buying is you're buying you're buying the business and assets such as they are, um, but you're not buying the limited company. So all the debt of that limited company is left behind, and you're, you're sort of cherry picking the best parts of what's left. But as I say, it's not without its risks. What sort of risks are you you talking about there, John? Well, invariably, where uh, it's it's an administrator selling selling the business and assets of an insolvent company, um, 
he will give you no promises or assurances at all about whether he has the right to sell those, whether the assets are subject to finance. There's no guarantee that the, the clients will continue to deal with, with, with the new owner because given that it's an asset sale and you're not buying the company, technically the, the contracts with any customers would have come to an end and you'd have to renegotiate new, new contracts. W- what tends to happen is if you do the deal quickly, it's almost seamless. So the administrator sells the business soon after the decision has been taken by the directors to put it into administration. And so the clients don't have a loss of continuity of service, hopefully. But the key part of it is, is to, to make it seamless if you want to maintain that customer connection. But the risk fundamentally is it's a buyer beware situation. And you've mentioned the buyer beware situation. I know normally when you're you're buying a business on behalf of a client, uh, you do a full due diligence process. Is that even possible in this scenario? Then? No, generally speaking, no. Um, the, the administrators don't want to get involved in that process. They they may, if, if you get a friendly one, give you what they've got. But generally speaking, what they will want to do is is do a do a down and dirty deal. They basically say, do you want it or not? I'm selling it to you cheap. It's a bargain, but you get you 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 won't get any due diligence information provided, and you won't get any promises from us that you know that we have the ability even to sell you this business. Now, nine times out of ten, it's fine, but there will always be that occasion where something crops up post completion. Finance company comes along and says, "Well, actually, you don't own that printing machine. The administrator didn't own it. We own it. We've got to have it back." You have no recourse in that situation. You have to give it back. And the, and the contracts that you do with administrators expressly provide for that scenario. So they say, we're selling what we can sell to you, but we're giving you no assurance that, in fact, we have the, you know, we have the legal right to do that. Uh, suppose then in that sense, you don't get the curb appeal that you talk about normally of, 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 of selling a business whereby the business looks great from the street, if I can put it that way, but yeah. you are potentially getting yourself a, a great deal. You're absolutely right. You, you could be buying a turkey. There's lots and lots of bargains to be had. So I'll, I'll give you an example. I did a, a deal a couple of years ago for, for a good client of mine who've got a facilities management company, and they acquired fifty million pounds worth of, of turnover business for two million quid. And and but the key with the key with that with that particular deal was because it was facilities management. There there are you know every day there are cleaners going into buildings. There's maintenance work required. So, so they they did the deal really quickly to ensure there was no loss of continuity on that on that deal. Um, so. They, in fact, funded the wages on behalf of the administrator for, for a week to ensure that the cleaners carried on turning up and the, the guys carried on going, you know, fixing the pipe work and sorting out the lighting. Um, so that, that was a fantastic deal for them. The other thing is this. Most of these deals um, with administrators tend to be done by way of, you know, they want a one-off cash payment. You, you, you can sometimes negotiate deferred terms or payment from future receipts from the business, but they tend to be the exception rather than the rule. So if you if you want to get a deal, you really have to very often have the cash to, to do the deal up front. It's a fascinating insight, John. And if anybody wants to speak to the deal lawyer to find out about how to buy a, a business in distress, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, uh, contact me through the uh, JMW website or on mobile, 07768-266-036. The Deal Lawyer Podcast with John Andrews, powered by JMW Solicitors.